<laughs> Welcome, everybody, to uh, the inaugural episode of... What are we calling the show? Let's Not Be Lazy Filmmakers. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Right. All right. So, Evan. Yes. Uh, I think that uh, for the inaugural, inaugural episode, people probably want to know who we are. We are documentary filmmakers. We also do uh, community projects. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're located in Montreal. the Montreal area. And uh, We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> where, did, where did you get your start in film? Where did I get my start in film? My start in film is quite random. You have I, a much bigger IMDb page than I do. Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't really mean much of anything, I think. Uh, like nine times bigger. <laughs> uh, like the, like the O'Henry, like that O'Henry bar that they're announcing. It's sort of oh, a yeah? larger size. Okay. Evan Beloff, nine times bigger. I thought you were vegan. Vegetarian. Vegetarian. Oh, right. But O'Henry's are vegetarian, I think. Are they? I think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> I started actually in theater and then realized that if I continued, I was going to starve to death. Mm -hmm. so, so I actually got my start working for IMAX and it was a random start the guy Pietro Sarapilli a renowned IMAX producer shout out to Pietro hired me because he liked the name Evan and that's how I got hired that's all it takes in this industry that's all it takes you have to, to be just, named Evan you just have to like you have to just like your name name Evan or, oh great that's, and that's how and then I started to do research uh, publicity writing and which eventually became proposal writing which eventually became documentary writing and although I had like zero interest in documentaries probably before the age of 20, uh, I uh, eventually sort of stumbled You're into You're too busy industry. writing uh, angsty poetry. And plays, yeah. And plays. Yeah, and theater. And that, and that was the beginning, uh, working for IMAX and then onward and downward. And downward. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah, well, this is documentary after all. It's not high art. <laughs> it can be, it can be. How did you, uh, how did you get your start? Well, back when I was a boy, I would uh, make my own films, and I set it aside for a while, and then I came back to it, uh, shooting events, and then I got sick of that. It damaged my hearing, and uh, met you, and the rest is history. Started making some beautiful movies that I'm very th grateful to have been part of, so thank you. You're very welcome. It's been great uh, working with my, you. My first film was uh, yes. about the Apple Newton. Thank you. So let's back up because okay. it had nothing to do with me. You're being humble right now. Let's back up and talk about your... Well, I think we're being boxed in here by... Yeah. So it, it, all the listeners at home, we are actually uh, recording live from my Kia Soul, my 2012 <laughs> Kia Soul. It just was a convenient place for us to film the podcast because Evan and I... Um, always talked about making a podcast and then the only convenient spot to do it was on our way to somewhere else so we're sitting in the car recording the podcast being exactly being blocked off by a test a test that's right taxi. that's why we were distracted all of a sudden because the taxi uh came in front of us and i think we were both wondering if he wanted the parking spot is that what you were wondering yes but he's leaving okay we're lower in luck but before we talk about what we're have, what we've done and what we're doing you have to back up because you're being okay. quite uh, so, modest. You actually made films before you met me. Uh, well, I if you can call wedding films films, which I do, I think that they are a beautiful art form. 
than I did make films. Yeah. I, w I would agree with that. I would agree with the way you made uh, wedding, wedding, uh, wedding uh, films that were really dramatic, and there's a real documentary element to it. There's a love story there that you told and, yeah, and you, you filmed. And Some are better than others. Uh, depends a lot on the couple, uh, whether they're inspiring and, and into it. But there's something to be said for wedding, uh, wedding films. Yes, absolutely. And there's a lot of people who learn their skills doing wedding films and I think they come into the, the documentary world and they don't know how to, how to keep it going, uh, how to make money, how to, um, how to uh, you know, put food on the table and they end up uh, giving up and going into accounting or something. So I was lucky that I met you because uh, when, it, when I was on my way out, I was able to get into uh, films. I dragged you back yeah. in. <laughs> but but before we, we began to collaborate, you had made a film yes. uh, on, on Newton. Love Notes to Newton. Tell me a little bit about that documentary. Okay, so it's, um, actually I wanna, before I do that, I wanna just mention that um, one of my frustrations with that film was that, uh, was distributing it. And so when I met you, you already had connections at CBC and stuff like that. And that I think that not many people know how to get into that world. And so maybe we can talk about that later. But um, with Love Notes to Newton, this was a passion project that I actually crowdfunded. Um, I did a crowdfunding video. We raised money on Indiegogo, raised about $8,000 uh, Canadian. And That's great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, my goal was higher than that. But uh, with Indiegogo, it lets you keep whatever you raise, even if you don't meet your goal. So it's a bit different than Kickstarter. And um, that was a transnational documentary. I ended up traveling to, uh, to Germany, to Paris, and um, I didn't raise enough money to travel to Australia, but I was able to get people uh, to partner with some wedding filmmakers in Australia, the United States. Um, I took two trips to Silicon Valley to interview some people, um, some former Apple employees. I got to interview uh, John Scully, the former CEO of Apple. Um, and so that was, uh, that's still something that I'm very proud of, that film. And that film is available for people to, uh, to stream. Right, on Vimeo. And we will put uh, the link in the description. It's a great film. You did a great job. Thank you. Did you see it? I have. Okay. I have. Um, um, tell me a little bit about your, your films that you made as a kid. Oh, man. This is... Uh, are you sure I, you want to go down? I think I've seen. We were gonna do. We were gonna do you and you and me. Mm -hmm. We're gonna make a film about what still may be out there, but oh, the connections that's right. between Alberta and Quebec. Yeah. And uh, and you were we were gonna include because um, it was partly biographical, yeah. even though you you hated that idea. That's right. Um, there west was gonna of be here. West of here, there was, and we still may make it, yeah. but there was there was going to be uh, footage of the films that you had done as a kid. Right. And one of the films that I did was called Fromageville and it was about, <laughs> uh, it was, I made him for my French class. It was all stop motion because I figured out how to do that with my dad's video camera. Um, and so that was a film that I, we were supposed to do as a group, but I ended up making the whole thing. I'll show it to you one time. The French is, is not intelligible though, even though it was for my my elementary school French class. Is it talking pieces of cheese? Is that what's... Uh, uh, yeah, there's prob probably is. Um, I'd love to see it. Yeah, I should show you. We should, put, we should, we should, throw, we should throw it in the should, podcast. We should throw it in the podcast and make it available if people download Newton. Yeah, you're right. extra. It'll be a bonus feature. Why not? How long is it? You know what? We're going to put the link in the description. I'd love it. I'd love to see it. I'm going to dig it out of my archives because I have a copy somewhere. How... how, how, how it's probably minutes? about three or four minutes. It's <laughs> not Yeah. 
Well, you're great. I mean, when we did uh, Return of the Love, Rabbi, you did some incredible claymation, like in like an That's hour. Right. I did that in my garage <laughs> last minute because uh, we wanted to. We, I, why did we do that? I don't remember. Because we had no. Uh, <laughs> We had oh, no story. Right. We had no. Uh, we had no culmination to her story. We had for, no, uh, one of our our subjects. There was no end. There was no end story to her. What had happened? And, to and her. some of the stuff that happened, she was so private with that, she, that we didn't have any footage of. You had to sort of illustrate it with clay. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, and, which I thought was was going to be difficult, for, and then CBC loved it. Yeah, and half of filmmaking, I think, is solving problems anyway. For sure, especially in documentary. Yeah. Um, the other half is getting good sound. Yes, absolutely, because you can always find anything to sort of put down right. as long as people can hear it. Right. Yeah. Um, it's funny, from Agile, Montreal is known as Poutineville, so you're going to have to do a follow-up version as an yeah, adult called no, Poutineville. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, I don't think my skills have really improved since then. I think they have. I, think I was just born with it and then never got better. Well, I don't think, I think there's a certain um, childlike uh quality to it that that's good that should be maintained when you do stuff hmm. with claymation anyway yeah, i don't think it has to get i don't yeah. think it has to get overly clever and also if you if you tr if you become too much of a perfectionist then you never accomplish anything if you if, if you if you want it to be like the nightmare before christmas kind of claymation animation then you're never gonna you're never gonna finish your you know five thousand dollar documentary that, for cbc that's so. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, unless you have a million dollars. Yeah, yeah but if you're to do... Well, yeah. if you have a million dollars, then, then, you're you're okay. getting, then you're getting somewhere. You have time to be a perfectionist. Yeah. When you don't have that money, uh, uh, you have to continue to fail better each time you make a film. Failing better. That's a good uh, motto. Fail better. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so, so um, yes, sir. the name of the podcast is Let's Not Be Lazy Filmmakers. What's the inspiration for this name? I think that people have this common misconception that artists and filmmakers... There's sort of what do these people do and what are they spending their time doing and what's really going on and is this sort of uh, important uh, thing to be doing in society and and kind of I think that when we and you you and me when we sort of in the moments when we're sort of looking for money to make these projects and trying to figure out our worth and the worth the worthwhileness of these projects I think we sort of tongue in cheek uh, would say let's not you know let's not be lazy filmmakers let's get out hmm. there and just do stuff. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't know if I've, I'm sort of working it out as I talk about it. I don't know I, if I've actually explained it properly. No, I think so. I think that uh, there's a temptation to do a lot of navel gazing and wondering if you know how how you're going to accomplish things, and sometimes you just have to go and start doing it. Yes, and it's also very very challenging. It's a very very challenging industry. Documentary, the people, the percent. I think the percentage of people that actually make a living making documentaries is somewhere around like 15%, 10 to 15% mm -hmm. who actually say that they make a living. It's sort of like the actor who's like working as a waiter and you ask him what he does or what she does and they're like, well, I'm an actor. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're waiting tables 40 hours a week. Yeah. So we actually make, we're actually, you know, out there trying to make documentaries and make content on a daily basis. So I'm going to start driving now, but okay. I think that, yeah. um, I think that part of probably one of the most important things as a filmmaker is being a good business person which is something that a lot of people fail at. So maybe for sure being entrepreneurial is a is a big is a big deal. But that's also where you come in because you know the business um, because you've been in it for a while. I do. I'm not I'm not a good producer. I mean, I'm a good producer, but I, you can but you do it because you have to. Yes. Um, I think that if we had uh, or when we when we have our bigger bigger budgeted projects at that point it it becomes important to have somebody who's there who likes to who likes to work with numbers and 
and understands how tax credits work and in a better way. That's not, a, that's not so a much, big thing, tax credits. Yeah, I mean, I, actually, I know how tax credit works. I mean, just the whole application process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boring paperwork. Yes, the person who likes to do forms. Pa- the pe- person who likes to do paperwork. Yeah. Uh, that's why producers are invaluable, and someone who knows how to do producer work. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you actually yeah. want to be in the business for any, you know, for a reasonable amount of time and actually make money, you have to have certain people in place, right? If you find an right? Evan, if you find an Evan to work with, then you can still uh, make films for a living. You're you're much. You're right? very sweet. You're much much too modest. You're you're the you're the engine behind all of this. Uh, sure, but I prefer to sit behind my computer or behind the, the the monitor, whereas you are calling people and harassing them and making stuff happen. So. Yeah, I like to do less of it. <laughs> a little bit. No, I. I, I but I, this is part of the the podcast. Like, let's yeah, not be lazy filmmakers yeah, because you kind of embody that, right? Yeah, that's part. Of, you know, you're correct. I'm I'm good at. It. I'm not going to ever stop doing it because it, it's uh, what balances you and me. I just it's. Um, I just would like there to be more money for us to do less things. So if you yeah. want to hire us to make a documentary, uh, we'll put the link in the description. Yes, but it better be a good idea. Right. And you better have really good access. Yeah, and we don't have any money, so you so, better have money. Yeah, and it has to be a very powerful story that that you have lots and lots right. of access to, right? Because what separates the news from the documentary is the access. Mm. Anybody can do a three-minute summary and put it on on their news. Right, right. It's much more difficult to... To stick with something over a year. And, and have an access to the different parts of it, uh, develop a narrative arc. So if you do have good ideas, really powerful, transformative ideas, for sure, we are open to listening to them. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's been gratifying to work all these uh, these last few years on these docs, and I hope that we can continue to to, to make meaningful movies, and I know that we're... Uh, we're going to have guests on in the future. Yeah, we're, we have a, a list of people who we want to call and ask them questions and learn about the film industry in Canada and um, and just be inspired, I guess. So. And if you have questions. Oh, yeah. Not you, uh, you Noah. Listeners. You, the, the, the listeners, the, the two listeners. Yeah, the two, the two listeners who are listening to our first um, podcast. If you, have, if you have questions, we'd be happy to answer them as long as yeah, they... Yeah, so uh, we'll put the link in the description and... Uh, I guess until next week, let's not be lazy filmmakers. Thank you.